Stormward and Associates is a production of the Nerd and Tie Podcast Network. For more podcasts from actual play to true crime to witchcraft, go to nerdandtie.com or join our community on Discord by finding an invite at nerdandtie.com slash discord. Over a hundred years ago, the dark wizard Hollowell prophesied his return, but Sheriff Aesop Stormwood swore his descendants would stop him. He created Stormwood and Associates with the sole purpose of defeating Hollowell in the future. It failed. Now the young Raz Stormwood and her friends have been framed for a crime they didn't commit, and they've escaped to the Morris Halata underground. Today, still wanted by the government, they survive operating on the edge of society. If you have a problem, they can solve it. But don't get in their way, or else you might get caught in the eye of the storm. Stormwood and Associates stars Gen Proc as Raz Stormwood, Nick Izumi as Bill Carpathia, Kyle Johnson as Tristan Babbitt, and Trey Dorn as N.K. and Kell O'Reilly. scene opens up in the Stormwood Clubhouse on a casual Wednesday afternoon. Where is everybody right now? Bill is at the office. He's kind of flicking. Uh, he has uh, that uh, coin that he got from Pat uh, out just kind of flipping it around in his hands. Okay. Well, Babbitt, where are you? What are you doing? Uh, Babbitt is just making a sandwich. <laughs> At the clubhouse? Yes. Okay. Technically, there's more than one place that Babbitt could be making a sandwich. That's, you know. And uh, what's Raz doing? Raz fell asleep to on the couch to uh, one of her favorite westerns again. Alright. I'll say Kelly is watching the western. <laughs> yeah. And uh, NK is uh, tweaking some modification to the truck. As the uh, there is a knock at the alley door. Yeah. Babbitt will go get it. <laughs> yeah, Raz is asleep, so she doesn't hear it. 
I know I'm usually the one who goes gets it, but yeah. Anybody want to get that? Because I cannot be the person who does, as I do not have corporeal hands. Yeah, that'll go do it. All right. Standing at the door when you open it is Mikhail Enris holding a whole bunch of stuff. Could you help me with this? Yes. Um, he just starts putting, like, things in your hands, Babbitt. Like, uh, okay. this what? large, uh, like, metal okay. frame and, like, several, like, pieces of electronics. And as soon as he, he literally takes everything in his hands and put them in your arms and then walks right past you. Uh, okay, yeah, let me put this down. Okay, yeah. All right. Come on in. He disappears into the back, and you hear the, the safe room doors open, and he returns back out with the uh, the, the Tri-Stones of Nakur that you know, you've collected, and the football. Okay. Because I would... Uh, is Miss uh, Stormwood going to join us? Uh, hey, uh, boss. Boss. Boss, Mikhail Emrys is here. No, uh, uh, what? Mm. Good morning. Good morning. <laughs> it is... Except it's the mid-afternoon. It's three in the afternoon. Oh, Hey, Mikhail. Ooh, I would have up? come. I would have come earlier, but I had to wait for us to finish cleaning up after the lunch rush. Um, he's just like he is taking the the stuff out of. He's gone to the ping pong table, and is just like laying out things on the the ping pong table, and he has started to. Uh, he's taken the the stuff back from you, Babbitt. And has uh, started assembling some sort of device with the Tri-Stones of Nakur. So I believe I have solved your problems with... I, I believe I have figured out the, every, the entirety of what needs to be done to destroy the Stone of Rebirth. Sweet. There is a, a, a slight addendum that I did not realize when we began this pursuit is that it is very important that we not do it here. Why? Well, the amount of magical energy output by destroying the Stone of Rebirth would likely wipe out roughly... Well, have you heard of the Yellowstone supervolcano? Oh. It would do that okay. only twice as big. Okay. It would be bad. It is there is a lot of magical energy in this in this in this item. And the discharge now the good news is is that there are places we could safely destroy the the stone of rebirth if we if we or I should say you because I have no intention of being a part of this in case it goes wrong um if the destruction was executed at a 
uh, convergence of enough ley lines, the energy would be distributed across those ley lines equally to little to no danger to those within probably, you know, a 20-foot radius. Is, don't be within 20 feet when you do the thing. Okay. Which is better than an entire city. Yeah. Yeah, or a little bit. a continent. We're, we're really talking about something that big? Look, do you see this? And he points at the football. Yes. This is the most powerful. This creates a whole ass person. Including a whole ass person. He Come on, you stares at you. <laughs> Mikhail's just like still pointing and it's just kind of frozen as an expression. It's just staring at you. This from the ether reclaims the same soul of the person connected to it and puts it in a fully generated clone body of that person, along with reconstructing all of the memories of that person. Do you understand the amount of energy to accurately recreate a person's genome from scratch, let alone the rest of that? A lot. Yes, Mr. Carpathia. It, a lot. Don't you have a master's degree? I'm one of the best, yes. Yeah, okay. This is why the way magical regulation works in Western society is garbage and must be dismantled. Anyways. Anyways. This device, and he points at now the fully assembled device, which is, you know, it. it's not small. It's, it's, it, you know, it, like, it, it can sit on top of the, um, you know, the ping pong table, but the entire thing is, like, it's this large triangular thing that's probably about, um, each side's probably about, uh, oh, probably about two and a half feet per side of the triangle. And the uh, the three tristones of Nakur are embedded in it, and uh, yeah, and there's a place on the top of it as it kind of comes up as a low like a low pyramid. There's a place on the top to place the the football on top of it. This device must be placed accurately within a few dozen feet at a ley line convergence of. Probably a level 10 ley line convergence. There are, fortunately for us, three in the North American continent. And one of them is in Halcyon Williams. The other one's in the Yucatan, and the other one's in Canada, so I really think the Halcyon Williams is the way to go. Well, now, sounds like our best option. Why do I know 
NK wonders, why do I know the, the name of the town Halcyon Williams? Why is that familiar? Uh, uh okay, uh, fine. I guess I can Google that for you. Jeez. All right. Halcyon Williams. Okay, uh, so I got a news article here from a few years ago that uh, the town was evacuated due to a chemical spill. And uh, it looks like uh, it's been deemed unsafe for uh, uh, humanoid inhabitants for like the next hundred years. Oh. So you guys have fun with that. That's not great. No, I, I, I don't think so. Like, there's a bunch of rumors on, like, Reddit about, like, something else happening, but, you know, it's the same cranks who, you know, it's, like, it's popular with the flat earth theorists. Oh, great. Okay, uh, Mikhail, you know, did you look into, like, uh, how people would get into said town before bringing up? No, I I pulled up leyline convergence charts out of my books. Do you think I? Why would I use the internet for that? Keldris size. Okay, so the town originally had two routes in and out. Both were closed off and sealed um, prior to when when the uh, the U.S. military apparently evacuated along with some federal government agency. Great. Uh, and uh, unfortunately, the, the the one of them was a passage over this ravine, which is, I don't think any of you are capable of climbing that when that bridge was taken out. And the other is a tunnel, which has been uh, caved in and destroyed. The rest is effectively impassable mountains. What about that part there? NK points to a... Because he's pulled up the map. Um, Halcyon Williams is in a box canyon. Uh, it's like... It was a former like ski resort town. Um, and uh, But there is a... Um, NK's pointing to the area where like a ski resort was south of town. It looks like that resort is on both sides of the mountain. Um, there probably has to be, like, some way over that mountain, right? Like, there have to, there have to be trails. Yeah. Worth a shot. Yeah, I mean, I, I guess. Like, but that means you can't drive there. I mean, I'm not a big fan of climbing a mountain, but if it means we can destroy Hollowell, that's probably good, right? That's... Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll have to find We some... gotta do what we gotta do. I mean, it's a pretty high... We're gonna probably want some cold weather gear if we get to that altitude. Mm-hmm. Honestly, cold weather sounds like a nice relief. It has been too hot here for my taste. 
That's because you refuse to, like, not wear... Like, you wear, like, full slacks and a button-up shirt every day. Because it's a good look. Shorts. Tank tops. These are clothes that most of us own and occasionally wear when we live in a place where it's regularly over 100 degrees in August. This is true. Yeah, 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 whatever. <clears throat> Sunscreen also helps. I have sunscreen. It's like SPF 1000. I, I get burned with anything less. Right, but, you know, that's... You, you just put that on when you wear... A, just seriously, Bill. I understand that you're afraid of people seeing your abs. We're not, we're not going to touch that right now. You hear from the the rafters. I'm willing to touch it. <clears throat> it's Vara is like <clears throat> lying on like one of the support struts in the office and pretty much you hadn't noticed she's been there the whole time. Uh, uncomfortable. Anyway. Yeah, I think she's drunk. Only a little. <sighs> okay. Point is, if we can do something to end Hollowell, maybe we can get, you know, back well, to living kind of normally and he's clearly trying to do something to replace this stone of rebirth so if we don't destroy it now he might find a way to get it back mm-hmm mm -hmm. and especially you know because we you know pushed Royce off a cliff good job on that <laughs> by the way yeah <laughs> thanks what a dick mm-hmm okay then we should pack. Yep. And, uh, oh, um, Mikhail, thank you for fixing for doing the modification to the truck. Oh yes, it was. It is ridiculous that we live in a world with such fantastical abilities, <clears throat> yet simple things like this are not done all over the place. Modification. Uh, yeah, uh, so, um, you know, the truck's electric. Uh-huh. And, um, you know how, like, you can use magic to generate electricity? Yeah. Obviously. So, uh, Mikhail's made a modification to the, um, charger on the truck where, um, you can, uh, if, if, if someone, if an arcane channeler, like, say, Bill here, wanted to, he could charge up the truck without us uh, plugging in. Oh. Yeah, so, nice. Bill, you want to take a look at it? Yes. Okay, so, head over to the truck. Um, under the charging panel, which pops open, there is, besides the plugs, because it can still be charged traditionally, there is effectively a knob... <laughs> With an arrow pointing to it, like a doorknob. Cool. Okay. You want to touch it? Yes, yes, I do. Okay, Bill. As you touch the knob, 
you feel a jolt as a uh, chunk of your energy is pulled out of you. You expend one sweet move point. Jeez. I can't deny it works. Yeah, that'll give cool. us probably about 400 miles. Huh. Nice. Which is going to be very handy, taking the truck to a place in the middle of nowhere with no electricity. Yeah, well, I mean, probably our best bet, especially with depending on how much off-roading we have to do. Oh, this is going to be a fun trip. Well, I think I think looking at the map here, um, and kids walking over the screen, I think the truck can probably get us halfway up the mountain. Nice. On the, on the southern face. And that way we only have to, you know, it's going to be a pain getting out of town, but yeah. I think we can do this. I don't think we have a choice. Oh, and uh, Bill. Yeah. McElroy, you are the only arcane caster out of your group of friends here. And uh, you need this. And he hands you um, kind of a, a sheet of paper. On the sheet of paper is a set of instructions. A detailed set of instructions for his device. Okay. You'll note that there's, like, a doorknob on the device. Oh. Okay. There's also instructions for uh, com for a set of runes uh, that you will need to put around the device on the ground. Huh. Okay. Yeah, I can help you with the rune part, but... Because I can yeah, no, I get it. Look it over your shoulder, or not over your shoulder, but like around your side, I guess, because you're taller than NK. Um, this shouldn't, this won't pull energy from you, but it needs a an arcane channel to activate the device. So what you will need to do is, after completing the runes on the ground, around the device, and you will need to grab the activation knob, and then run away very quickly. Gotcha. It All is, right. Now, there it is. It is weight balanced, so you can't accidentally activate the device until after you put the football on it. But it is very important you do not activate the device until after it is in the proper location and the channeling runes are written down on the ground around the device. Okay. Failure to do so would be bad. Wow. Well. Gotcha. Bill takes out a small notebook and starts uh, scrawling down the runes just to make sure he has a backup copy. <clears throat> NK takes a photo of the paper with her phone. <laughs> I remember things better when I write them down. And I remember things better when I can see them. Hmm. Also on the paper, like, the GPS coordinates of the exact spot in town that you have to put the uh, that the actual convergence of the ley lines are. 
you can tell that the convergence point of the ley lines is because um, it's up on the screens uh, is a uh, there's a manor house to the uh, northwest of town. That's, you know, it's a little out of town into the woods. Unfortunately, you'll have to enter in the town into the middle of town just because of where the, the passage into town is. Now, uh, so right. obviously this uh, satellite map, I don't know how accurate it is because on current, uh, on current Google Maps, it is blurred out for some reason, which is uh, foreboding. That's a bit foreboding. But uh, yeah, no, um, this is an old uh, archived image I found. Let's, uh, let's go to Halcyon. Let's go to Halcyon. All right, so it's a bit of a drive <laughs> from Halada to uh, to uh, Halcyon. I'm not going to bother telling you exactly how many hours because I didn't figure it out. <laughs> um, but you know, you've got to you got to go through you know to to you know it's you're a couple states away, so. Um, you get there and we'll say that you drive overnight taking back roads because again, it takes you longer to drive anywhere because, you know, you, you're avoiding cops at all costs. Mm -hmm. You end up taking a series of backcountry roads until you get to, um, a uh, a back road which leads to a back road and you ignore some warning road road closed sign and danger chemical spill signs as you climb into the mountains after driving on a dirt road at the you know kind of in the center of a valley you you get to um <laughs> you approach an abandoned the, the base of, a, of an abandoned ski resort. The paths are overgrown. Um, all the ski trails are obviously, you know, filled in. It's summer, so... Uh, well, there isn't, you know, a lot of snow. There isn't snow on, on this mountain right now. Um, but you make your way up the mountain um you're able to drive about actually about two-thirds of the way up the mountain before the uh before it gets just a little too impassable for the truck <clears throat> what did y'all bring obviously you brought the football and the device what else? Uh, climbing gear. G good. <laughs> yep. Cold uh, weather gear, climbing gear, uh, rations. <laughs> yes. 
Um, I think our usual weaponry. Standard lockpick set. (laughs) (laughs) Muffler, coin. Um, My brain brain is still on cars. I thought, like... (sighs) No, 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 not not a car Not that kind of muffler. No, not that kind of muffler. (laughs) Yeah, my... Big metal part. Yeah, like, uh, so, like, uh, a, uh, trench coat with, with lining so that I can actually stay warm. Jesus. You know, Bill, for someone without any style, you have a very specific style. (laughs) I take a degree of pride in that. Don't, I mean, I love you, Bill, but don't. Too late. <laughs> okay. So, thankfully, because this is traditionally like a ski, like you are effectively hiking up abandoned ski trails right now. So not that bad. Yeah. It's uh, it's just that it's the the like the grass is so high and the overgrowth that it's like it's just it was getting into like the car in bad ways so you couldn't like drive up it and it it takes you some time to get over this mountain um did you guys bring rations yes i said that okay yep. i couldn't i couldn't remember it's that's why i'm i'm double checking okay um yep you eventually because you got there in the early morning, you were driving up, you eventually get up there, and uh, you get to the top of the mountain as you, well, you know, not the peak, obviously, but you get to the, you get over the crest of the mountain, and uh, you see the remains of Halcyon Williams. It is largely intact. Um, most of the buildings are standing. There's a couple of spots where it looks like some of the buildings burned down, like there's some destruction. It's not a huge town. Um, but, you know, it was a, it was a nice touristy place. There were some, some of the houses have been destroyed. Like, it looks like they might have been bombed. But yeah. This uh place looks uh forked. Yeah, someone down here. This doesn't look chemical spilly to me. No. No. Yeah, I'm not buying that chemical spill story for, you know, at all now. Mm-hmm. No. Which is either, like, really good or really bad. NK is, like, wearing, like, three hoodies. (laughs) (laughs) Um, okay. So I guess we go 
Well, I mean, we gotta go down the mountain. It's the, okay. So, um, there are like a number of different ski trails that like go down the hill. Um, you can see the remains of a ski lift. <laughs> that uh, it looks like the cables are intact, actually. Like there are a couple of different um like there were a couple of different uh like there's a ski lift um that looks fine that uh is relatively near where you are um there's uh there were you can see to your left towards like the the northwest there was another ski lift that it, you can see that the cables are down on it and uh and then there's kind of like a, there was a gondola cable also that you don't know like you you can't see where the vehicle is for that just some fun information for you otherwise known as dm helpfully giving us an exit strategy <laughs> <laughs> Duly noted. Yeah. Yeah, there was a ski lift on the other side of the mountain, but the cables were down. And where is the the spot in relation to where we are now? So the the top of the um So where you are now, the top of the ski lift is uh that that looks intact um is a bit to the the west of yeah, a bit to the west of you. Like you can't see where the top is. It kinda of disappears into the trees from where you are, but like because it's at a slightly higher point on the mountain, like but it looks like it might line up with another route that you could get to the truck from. Like you just took a different oh, trail. I, yeah, no, I meant the, the where's the ley line spot? Oh, the ley line spot, um, sorry, the ley line spot is um, north of town, like north and west of town. So right now you are south of town. Okay. You're kind of south of the middle of town. And that, it looks like the, the ways down the, uh, down the mountain are going to lead into um, kind of the middle of town. Welp. Like. Yeah, I mean, it's. It, let's go. Yeah, looks like we got to go into town. Yep. Yeah. All right. The, the hike down the mountain is it's obviously easier than the hike up the mountain. <laughs> it's, I don't know if you know how gravity works. Um, mm -hmm. as you get down to the, um, the base of the mountain, uh, there is a, uh, the trail, like there's a trail at the base of the ski lodge, like the ski route, ski route, like the, yeah. the ski routes, right? Um, and that, uh, that leads you across. Like you cross that, go down that trail, 
and you reach a small bridge that goes over the uh, a river that runs to the south of town. And you uh, eventually end up on... Uh, as you cross the river, you, fi you find yourself walking by a gondola station. It's a large building, and it looks like it. Uh, the gondola, if it's down here, would be housed within the uh, part of the station, um, which would be the boarding area. But uh, you walk out onto San Juan Avenue. As you, the street sign informs you, it's a number of businesses. Um, there's a large building that says Halcyon Spa to mm. your right. And uh, it's attached to a uh, hotel. And yeah, there are a number of abandoned vehicles. Some look like they're covered in rust. Uh, yeah. Everybody roll me a d10. Oh boy. It begins. Seven. Eight. Oh, no, no, no. I didn't hear your roll, Kyle. Seven. Okay. There, it's people were talking at once. Okay. You guys kind of hear some sort of like rustle to like to the north of you. Down yeah, you're kind of a crossroads between this like San Juan Avenue and Oak Street. And you hear like a uh, like something crash to the north. Hmm. Like to the slight north, the Oak Street's kind of running north. It's mostly running north, but slightly to the east. And that's down that street. You hear something. I don't think we're alone. Stormboard and Associates is a production of Nerd and Tie. You can find more information at nerdandtie.com slash stormwood. You can also find us on social media at Nerd and Tie on Twitter, nerdandtie.tumblr.com, and facebook.com slash nerdandtie. This podcast can be subscribed to on anywhere that major podcasts are found, iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, Podbean, and uh, quite a few other places, and anywhere that takes an RSS feed as well. To be continued. Hey, while you're still here, let me tell you about another podcast on the Nerd and Tie Network, and that's Let's Be Legendary. Let's Be Legendary, the Fey Wild West, is a 5th edition Dungeons & Dragons actual play game. So, an actual play game like this one, but like, you know, in a system people actually use in the real world. 
Set in a homebrew Wild West steampunk world, uh, the Fate Wild West follows two people discovering what it means to be in a relationship, all the while seeking revenge and learning the truth of their pasts. Let's Be Legendary podcast is an LGBTQ plus podcast with both main and minor characters, as well as players falling under the queer blanket. A heavy RP game with a focus on story and characters. And you can hear it every week here on the Nerd and Tie Network. And you can find all their subscription information and links at nerdandtie.com slash legendary. <laughs> 